0: The other day I asked my husband a question and he responded with, babe, just do you. And that really stuck with me because how many times in life, especially as women, are we more worried about what everyone else thinks of us, of what we're dressing like, how we do our hair, like whatever it is, we're more worried about other people than what we think of ourselves. And so this podcast is going to be all about just doing you. Are we ready to go?
1: we are ready to go welcome back to the just do yo yeah podcast
0: (laughs) okay so this is so weird i have no idea so we've switched like we've reversed roles today i have no idea what we're talking about Uh uh-oh we're like talking about um we need to record an episode today and what do we want to talk about and you're like i know what we should talk about Get the mics ready. (laughs) Yes. like, okay, apparently I'm just rolling with it today. (laughs) So now I know how you feel.
1: So, yeah, we're going to talk about multiple things. But the first thing I want to talk about is I was pretty much away from you for five days.
0: OMG. It was torture. Yeah. Like for real. (laughs) I, yeah, it was so bad. Yeah. It was super lonely, especially after Brooke and Jor left. It was like I had a whole day all to myself. <laughs> I did go do, get my uh, hair done though.
1: It looks beautiful. Your Thank hair looks you. great. Yeah.
0: I love how it looks. Like I've not been this happy with my hair in almost a year now.
1: Yeah, it looks amazing.
0: So I found my girl, because the other girl, like, not even going into that. But um <laughs> she's amazing. And it's kind of cute because she's Jordan's girl who does her um his hair. And she's super cute. Uh Uh-huh. And he kind of loves- He loves to get his
1: hair done. (laughs) He
0: loves getting his hair cut. And it's like, oh, you're washing my hair? Mom,
1: can you take me to go get my hair done? You just got your hair cut yesterday. I know, Mom, but it's-
0: (laughs) (laughs) She's that cute. (laughs) She's probably, I mean, Uh like young 20s, like 21, 22, 23, I would guess. Uh
1: Uh-huh.
0: Super skinny, super cute. And he's like-
1: in heaven, huh? He's a
0: almost 15-year-old boy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so are you feeling sore today from all that makeup sex? or Not yet. I'm still good to go. You're still good to go?
0: <laughs> yeah. So for people who do it like every single day, you get what we're talking about.
1: Yeah. Going from
0: Tuesday to Saturday night with nothing. Yeah. It's torture. Well, it was
1: funny. It was like, okay, well, you know, I came home and it was like, well, you just got to wait a little bit. And then it was like, we're, we were cooking dinner and it was like, well, after dinner, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, didn't even make it. It's like, no, it was like,
0: we, we were cooking, um, broccoli and cauliflower in our Instapot and it was like, we cannot let it set cause it's going to go mushy. mushy.
1: Yeah. That's nasty.
0: And so I made you wait.
1: <laughs> cause
0: like the moment you got in the truck, when I picked you up, you wanted to jump my bones.
1: Whatever. I did <laughs> let's just be honest
0: let's just be honest yeah. so
1: well you're hanging around a bunch of dudes for like five days and you're building testosterone level up and beating it's the like crap
0: out of each other literally <laughs> like you got taken to the ground
1: yeah that was funny
0: yeah I'm glad I wasn't there to see it. I probably would have cried and been like no
1: <laughs>
0: don't hurt my man and you're like yeah let's do it again <laughs> yep <laughs> you guys are funny <laughs> And I did see someone's butt. Oh, yeah. Another dude's butt. <laughs> and and another guy, like, was calling me baby and saying I love you every time, like, you would say it. And it's like, oh, my gosh, you guys are such dudes. <laughs> like, I couldn't imagine being on FaceTime with you and, like, other chicks around and be like, hey, let me show your husband my ass. <laughs> Like uh, I was like, okay, so I've seen more of him than I've ever wanted to.
1: <laughs> You're funny. Uh anyway, so yeah. W <laughs> yeah. okay, here's what I uh I want to talk about a couple of things. But the first one was um uh somebody who so I'm in multiple different groups and I have groups of my own and yeah and kind of mentor um uh people uh, when they ask questions and stuff like that. So, uh, a question recently was, do I have to like my wife?
0: Oh my gosh.
1: So I wanted to talk about that for a minute. And then so of course, do you
0: have that comment? Paul? Cause I remember briefly. Yeah. You, okay. Like, I'll just it.
1: read a little bit of it. Yeah. It says, do I have to like my wife? And I don't mean physically either. I like her physically. Although the way she treats me is starting to make me not like her outer appearance either. I don't care about outer appearances like that anyway. I'm very flexible in that department. However, I know love is not a feeling and that I feel like that I should just love her. So it's kind of like um, this old mentality of, okay, I I love you, but I don't have to like you. Oh, yeah, I love that
0: movie. <laughs> I love you right now. What's the name?
1: Uh, how to lose a guy in ten days? Yeah, but no, Benny Boo Boo. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't have to listen, love you, Benny Boo Boo.
0: <laughs> but I don't like. I have to love you, but I don't have to like you. I love that movie. We should watch it.
1: So, in a sense, it's like. So I'm gonna suffer in this marriage to, you know, maybe um, a person that I don't like, but I'm gonna suffer through it. I'm gonna bear through it, and I'm just gonna love them.
0: Okay, so let's. Okay, this is where I want to start with this question: uh-huh. What is love?
1: Baby don't hurt me, <laughs> no more,
0: <laughs> so like what is it like they say that love isn't a feeling, it's an action, uh-huh, um, I agree, and I disagree, okay, because I feel love for you, okay, like when you were gone, like I just felt so much love for you, and like you're off doing these amazing things like i even though I knew you were doing that. Mm-hmm. I wanted you with me so badly. And I just missed you. And it was just like overwhelming love for you. Yeah. So, so for I me. So I feel it in my heart.
1: So, okay. But. It, it definitely should lead to a feeling, right? It shouldn't yeah. be like, I love you, but I feel like smacking you right now. Well, yeah. I guess in, in the kids, the you can kind day, of feel that. Like, I love you right now, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: But like on the normal day where we're together every day, do I have that feeling? Like. I just want to be with you. I need to be by you. Like I did when you were gone. No. Right. But, and that's where I think that the action comes in. The commitment comes in.
1: Yeah. So for love, for me, it's like, we pretty much care for ourselves in a sense. though, in our, our, you know, our self-interest and we care for ourselves. Love for me is putting another person right on that same level. Yeah. So you 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 care for them and you care for their interests just as much as you care for your own. Yes. So that to me is really love. Mhm. But it goes a little bit farther than that with a sense of admiration for the other person. Yeah. And that's what I I told this man which we'll get into later if you've lost her admiration, <laughs> you are in trouble. Yeah. Like you're in deep trouble. Yeah. Um so uh anyways um love for me is that admiration for sure
0: yeah exactly you know like for me it's like I have my self-care I do like I want to go get my hair done like whatever my self-care is like that is so important but it's also important for me to have your for you to have your self-care for you to have what you need Mm -hmm. that is just as important I would never be like you're in need of something right now but that doesn't matter because I need this yeah It would be like, if I need something and you need something, let's compromise, figure out a way so we both can get what we need. Yeah. Your needs are just as important as mine. And when you get to a point in your relationship where you don't care about the other person's needs and you're like, screw you. You got a problem.
1: Yeah. Got a problem. So. Like a relationship like this guy um, who per se says he doesn't like his wife. Now there might be multiple reasons why he doesn't like her. Right. Um, She could be annoying. She could be, uh, they're, they're not connecting. Um, Maybe she has major integrity issues and he just at his core doesn't like who she is. And so the question to me is like, have, have they become someone you despise? Because this is going to be hard to recover from. Yeah. So you start, uh, Treating people badly. Um, just being mean to people, right? And don't care and selfish and, and just just this overall ugly, nasty person. Mm-hmm. I I don't know where to go from there. Yeah. Except to begin to communicate it. So I'm not going to suffer through it. But like, yeah, the, I'm just going to endure this with my wife. She's... She's freaking evil, wicked person that hurts everybody and just, you know, yeah, has uh, major integrity issues and she doesn't want to change or adjust or anything. I'm just going to live with it. Like, I I, I don't get that. Like, what do you think?
0: I don't either. You know, and so many people like in the religious community, it's like. You're married. You made a commitment. Stick it out. It doesn't matter what's going on, like unless there's abuse. Obviously, but Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, you guys don't like each other deal with it. You made a commitment deal with it for the kids. Like you just stayed. There is no end in sight. You're married forever. Right. It doesn't matter how miserable you are. Get over yourself. Yeah. And I hate that mentality because it's like we're here to be happy. We're here to enjoy life. Yeah. And if you're suffering through a marriage that's miserable, you're not enjoying life. Yeah. And you're not going to always enjoy life. You're going to have moments where it sucks and it's really hard. But you should also have the moments where it's like life is bliss. Life is amazing. I love my life. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have that, you got to figure something out.
1: I think you you don't have a marriage anyways. Exactly. And here, here's what I identify a marriage as. As a connection and a partnership between two people that... are 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 building their lives together okay Mm -hmm. so you think you have a marriage but you really don't yeah it's a piece of paper yeah yeah the the two shall become one Mm -hmm. you're not one no no you're both in your own little world and you're you're pretending yeah that you're 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 unified and that you actually have a marriage but you don't even have one yeah so that's the first thing Mm -hmm. is that you know the pretending but uh um, the second thing is, you know, most religions, they give you an out when you're unfaithful, right? Or they might give you, I don't even know if they'll give you an out if your partner's a drug addict. Like, I don't even really? know. Yeah. Like, some wow. religions are like, that's your lot life. That's what you chose to do. You got to suffer through it. No, you got to kick her ass out. So what you got to do.
0: Yeah, because if <laughs> you don't, like, th- your partner is never going to get any better.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. So everything you're seeing <laughs> right now, it reminds me of the movie For Richer or For Poorer.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, that was a good movie.
0: Yeah, like, we just watched it, like, what, a month ago? And it's like... They're a prime
1: example of not even having a marriage.
0: Yeah, they didn't. It was like, in front of their friends, they had this amazing relationship. It's what they all thought. And they all envied them and wanted their life. And then they come home from this party, and they go to their separate bedrooms.
1: (laughs) There's so many celebrities that do that. Like, I had a handyman one time tell me about somebody famous, and he goes, Yeah, they don't even live together. And you're like... What? It's all a show.
0: It is. It's all yeah. a show. And it's like is that how you really want to live? It's like, you know, with that movie, um yeah, they have this glamorous life. They have these friends. They have all the glitz and glam you could want. But you go home from that at night and what kind of life do you have? And it's your life when you go home from those parties that really matters. Yeah. And if there's nothing there, why do you mm-hmm. want to just suffer through it?
1: Yeah, that's crazy. So um, there was a couple of things that that I wrote um, as a, a wake-up call and both an encouragement. And uh, I will pull them up here in a quick second. <laughs> okay, here it is. So this is just given my two cents from relationships. And I said, I think there's four reasons why women behave this way. Now, you can confirm this or not. Okay. But the first one is that you have done something or have become someone she no longer admires. Yes. Absolutely.
0: Totally agree with that. Because if you can't admire your man, and I've been in that relationship where I didn't admire him. Yeah. Like there was no admiration at all. Right. If there's no admiration,
1: so uh, fuck, l- him. Like-
0: <laughs> fuck him. Like, I don't admire you. I think you're a piece of shit. Why am I going (laughs) to care?
1: Right. Tell me how you really feel. Like, don't sugarcoat (laughs) it.
0: Sorry, I didn't mean to sugarcoat it there. (laughs) But am I right? Right. Like, if you don't admire the person you're with, like, you're not going to want to give up things for them. You're not going to want to, like, encourage them. And
1: so my question is, like, whose fault is that? Yeah. Yeah whose fault is that? So if, for example, if I begin to be and become somebody you despise, uh, somebody different than who I am right now today, whose fault is that?
0: You know, I, most people would say you, Uh but I, because of the place I am in my life, I would look at myself and be like, have I done something to push him in this direction?
1: Uh huh. Okay.
0: And then after looking at myself and being true, not lying to myself, being completely a hundred percent honest, with myself if i've not done anything then i need to look at you yes but maybe there's something i'm doing that's kind of pushing you away uh-huh and that's the path you decided to take yeah and that was your choice but am i doing something to push you away
1: see you brought up an amazing point and that is each person should look at themselves first yes and so i was going to i was pulling out of you to to point to me and you wouldn't even do that, which <laughs> is just it just oh, shows really? like your your character. I wanted you to point to me uh-huh. and say, "It's my problem that so I, I passed lost your test." Yeah. Well, you opened my <laughs> mind to like the reality of it. Yeah. Is that each person should look at themselves? So right now, this man is looking at his wife and saying, "What is wrong with you? I take you on on dates. You no longer pay attention to me. All this stuff's going on, and I'm pointing at you." Yeah. Instead of pointing at myself. What have I done to lose her admiration? Mm -hmm. And then you're thinking, well, what have I done, you know, to communicate that? So that was, uh, that was freaking awesome. I like that.
0: Well, and like you just made a point point. you're like, dude, I'm taking her on dates. I'm doing this for her. I'm doing that for her. Okay. If you're in that place where you're trying to point the finger at the other person saying, but I'm doing all these things. Look at those things you're doing though. Mm -hmm. Date nights. Is it what you want to do all the time? And you never like, she loves doing this. So let's do this. Yeah. So you can even look when you think you're doing the right things. Are you really, are you thinking of yourself or are you thinking of her?
1: Right. That's good. Yeah. So my second one was she probably resents you in some way or fashion. Have you felt this before? You're just like, okay, so you despise the person. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you begin to like resent them. And that is like, you have this hurt, this pain. Yeah in your heart, um, almost sometimes repeatedly. Yeah. And it's like built up to where it's like, there's a major riff between the two people. So,
0: yeah. Well, and if you have the, um, lack of admiration and you resent them and you don't like them, you're getting into some serious problems because if you resent someone, Mm -hmm. it is so hard to come back from that. Yeah. Like, how do you overcome that? and the lack of admiration and you're not attracted to them and you don't like them. And you know, it's just this huge snowball effect that if you don't catch it early on, I don't know how to come back from that.
1: Yeah. You know, and I think uh, in this scenario, he's a, um, you know, he's staying at home. So he's a stay at home, but he works from home and he makes money, but his wife is, you know, out doing her, her business. Um, there can become even resentment there. It's like, well, buddy, you get to stay home all day, you know, doing your thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm out, you know, working 10 hours a day at a corporate job, you know, probably bringing home the real money. Let's be honest. Yeah. Probably bringing, uh, you know, the breadwinner and, you know, here's what you're doing.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: I'm not saying that that's wrong, but I'm saying that that's like, what would happen if he like, Begin to expand his mind in his business and everything, and that he was able to bring her home with him. What would happen then? Exactly.
0: You know I mean? Yeah. And you know, if that's what makes him happy and you're able to, su- you know, support the household, and it doesn't matter who makes what money. When we first got together, I, I, no, you made more money than me. Yeah, you made more money mm-hmm. than me. Never mind. Um, I don't know why for some reason I was thinking you made more money than or I made more than you.
1: Oh, no. I'm yeah. trying
0: to like remember a conversation that we had, but I don't know where I'm going with that. Anyways, like if I made more money than you, it really wouldn't matter to me. Yeah. Because if we're both happy and we're both secure. And I think that's key is being secure in the relationship, being secure in who we are, because if you're like if I make more money than you. And I'm looking at you like you're just a piece of crap.
1: What I'm saying is this. So tables are turned. I'm at home and I'm making Mm -hmm. money and you're working a 10 hour job slaving. You're coming home at seven o'clock at night. I'm, you know, getting dinner ready. I'm being Mr. Mom and, and all that stuff. In my mind, I would say, how can I grow and expand so I can bring my, my wife home with me? Yeah. That's would just be my thought. Mm -hmm. And so I can imagine like the resentment that would come from me having the chill back lifestyle just you know yeah and then you having to grind
0: well okay so look at our lifestyle Uh okay we got a pretty good we work from home we start we do start usually fairly early in the morning Mm -hmm. but like with the school with school being out and kids being home like there were a couple times it was like noon and we're like let's pause work Let's go to the pool with Brooke. Mm -hmm. Or let's stop working early today. Let's stop at like two or three and let's go to the lake. Mm -hmm. We have that flexibility. And if you're in a corporate job, you do not have that flexibility. You can't just take off when you want. You can't start when you want or take off in the middle of the day, go do something and then come back and work more. Yeah. And so if you're staying at home and I'm freaking out in a corporate job working 10 hours a day slaving... Mm -hmm. And I'm like, dude, you just freaking like went to the pool with the kids. (laughs) You took them to the freaking water park today. Like I'm, I'm working.
1: Yeah. So resentment. Number two, big, big, big thing. You begin to resent your partner for small things Yeah. to begin with. And then they kind of grow. So number three, you are no longer dating her and making deposits into her emotional bank account. How, yeah. yeah how long you know is it going to take for me ignoring you like so my wife's <laughs> big trigger is me ignoring her right yeah, like that's it, my when trigger for anybody is oh, being yeah. ignored Uh huh. so if yeah if i'm not paying attention but i can imagine if like
0: that was constant
1: constant repeatedly and you're you're signaling like take me out on a date like let's do something and I just kept ignoring it and putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. All of a sudden, like you're empty. Yeah. You're Totally empty. Yeah. And I'm looking at you. I want you to be happy about my, my advances. Cause he, this guy talked about say, Hey, sexy. Hey, beautiful. And she just they there like a bump on a log. Yeah, I would too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they're just words. Actions speak so much louder than words. Yeah. And if you're just sitting here co- constantly running your mouth, Hey babe, I love you. You're beautiful. Blah, blah, blah. But there's zero action behind that. It's like, yeah, whatever. Are you just reading a script? Yeah. There's just nothing behind it. You have to have the actions to back up your words. Yeah. And like for us, if you stopped and you were just constantly ignoring me, because for me, that is such a huge trigger. I don't even know if I could go a week. Yeah. Because it's just too much for me. Um. But I know how it makes me feel and like if it was that way constantly throughout our relationship, like that alone would go into the resentment, the um, admiration, like everything that would sink our relationship right there.
1: Right. And this last one, are you ready for this one? I'm ready. You ready? It is. She doesn't feel safe or protected around you.
0: Were you just talking about me in this post? <laughs> that is so Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you an experience I had once. Okay. So for me feeling safe, when we first got together, um, I don't know what we were talking about. I think it was like what I need in a man or something. I don't even know. And something that continuously came up was my was my need to feel safe.
1: Uh-huh. Right.
0: So I had an experience with a previous man where, middle of the night, I don't know, one, two in the morning, laying in bed, and we had a, a house alarm, okay? And it goes off. It's just blaring, one or two in the morning. What do you think if the house alarm goes off, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Someone's breaking Someone's in. Someone's in the house, yeah.
0: And I'm like, to the man next to me in bed, I'm like, dude, go see what's going on. Like, I'm scared. Yeah. And his response, you go do it. Ouch. <laughs> and there's just something in that moment that has stuck with me. Because it's like, uh, in the moment when he said, you do it, my heart sunk. Every ounce of fear fucking left me. Yeah. And I was like, fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> And I got up out of bed and there was no one breaking in. There was like some like, I don't even remember it was something that the alarm company had to like mm-hmm. do. That was no big deal. But I had so much anger, so so much resentment that I'm like, you won't even fucking protect me. And someone could have been breaking in. Mm-hmm. I could have walked out to a man with a gun. Yeah. And I think I've always had this need to feel safe. But in that moment. It just was blaring like an alarm. Yeah. I need to feel safe and I don't.
1: Yeah. Well, something did break in that day. (laughs) Something broke in and, and, you know, stole your admiration and and safety. Well, it wasn't there, but. (laughs) I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. Um, It was
0: just like a wake up call. Like there is no ignoring what my feelings are towards wanting to feel safe.
1: So this is like, Really gets down real with men because we um, saw us with a, a group of men this week. And one of the things the uh, one of the men talked about was his wife saying that if something happened, she would be the one to fight and he would be the one to run. Ooh. And I, I don't know about you, but that immediately made my thought to this point here. If they don't feel safe and they don't feel protected. hmm you got some serious things to work on. Yeah. Like and one thing, you know, I think happens is so there, there are certain times where that comes up that you're going to have to stick up for your wife. Yeah. Right. And they present themselves. And if you remain silent, then you are going to be in some serious trouble. Now, one example was, um, you know, we had a, a boss that made you feel some type of way. Yeah. And then, you know, I jump on the front phone and I confront him, you know, about these things. But there's certain events that happen that it doesn't matter right or wrong. It really doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't matter if your wife accidentally kicked a guy walking by and he gets pissed and in her face about it.
0: Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Yeah.
1: You are going to stand right there next to your wife instead of in front of your wife. Yeah. These are the moments that define us.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's something like with us, because from day one, I've always felt safe with you. And I've always known that if something were to ever happen, you would be there to protect me. Yeah. And like that moment where you jumped on the phone to defend me with that boss who we were friends with. Um, It wasn't just like I was at a job and I worked somewhere and you confronted. That wasn't the situation. Yeah. I was like oh shit, what's going to happen? Is he going to fire us? And kind of like this fear coming through. But then after a few minutes, I was like, yeah, that's what he should have done. Yeah. And I just felt like so much pride and like so much gratitude because it was like he stood up for me. Yeah. You know, you I have no doubt in my mind that you will always protect me no matter what
1: oh you know what it was uh, this funny thing happened so I had a couple of drinks and this coyote got our dog right and so I run like a madman and I was probably I probably had three shots so I had a little bit of liquid courage but uh, he immediately jumped over this wall and was going to fight this coyote right
0: literally like this wall that was like how tall was it like waist
1: it or was a little, little bit higher than waist because it was hard to get up um, yeah. but I know it's like if that was your child yeah now the You know, I do have a lot of love for dogs, so. um, (laughs) As you can tell, he went to a coyote. If if you'll do that for a dog and you'll do that for your child, why is it not showing up for your wife?
0: Yeah. Well, I'm going back to the whole coyote and the dog situation. (laughs) So I'm sitting there because we could hear the dog and the kids are coming and I'm like, get back because I'm watching Mm. you and I, I don't want anything to happen to you. I don't want the dog to die and the kids see it. So I'm like yelling at the kids to get away.
1: Yeah. Because the dog same, is in the coyote's mouth and he's And it's a it. small dog. Yeah.
0: Um, In that same moment, I watched you run and leap up this wall. And it was a retaining wall that went up straight. Like it was a straight up hill behind it. And I watched you leap up there. And I watched your fearlessness, which... Don't ever do that again.
1: Yeah, I won't. But and then this, it was this voice come out that was loud, deep, just like I can't do it on here because we'll peek. Yeah. But it's like, hey,
0: yeah. So. It was like the most attractive, sexy thing I'd ever seen. I was like, oh fuck. Might as well just keep dropping the F words because I've done it a lot already. (laughs) But it was, I was so turned on in that moment to see you like that. Like, I don't know, just watching you, like, it's just something super manly, like seeing you protect me and you've done it a few times. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like a huge turn on. It's super sexy and it just makes me feel so safe and so secure. Yeah. And I've never had that in any other relationship I've ever been in. And so for me, it's a big deal.
1: Yeah. I don't have anything else to say. I think I can sum this up. Okay. Like, so the number one, you've done something that becomes someone she no longer admires. Uh, she resents you in some way or fashion. You're no longer dating and making deposits or she doesn't feel protected and safe. And so the question, you know, when you think about these things, Is to face them and talk about them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think my whole take home from this is stop looking at the other person and look at yourself first. And if you can be completely honest and transparent with yourself and you have done nothing wrong, then you look at the other person. Yeah. But you don't look at them until after you've looked at yourself. You know
1: what was crazy that a lot of men gave the advice to, um, it was like, change your wife advice Mm -hmm. so look at ways that you can like maneuver and plan to to do something this that so you can change her and it's like
0: you can't change anyone else
1: it was like terrible advice yeah so i'm like bro don't implement and come up with a strategy to change your wife like change yourself yeah (laughs) and if she's
0: And I've been in this situation where you work on yourself, you're improving yourself, and you're really becoming your best self that you can be. If it doesn't make your spouse want to grow and become the best self that they can be, Mm -hmm. move on. Well,
1: yeah, you have a lot of communication that needs to be had. Yeah. A lot of communication. Yeah,
0: because if you're continually, you know, moving and progressing and improving, and they're staying still and they're just staying stagnant, You're going to be like way up at the top of the hill, and your partner is way down here just sitting, and you're like, come on. And if you're encouraging and they're not coming, you know what's a
1: crazy thing is that I think that women have no problem standing next to a king. And so men need to say, how am I going to be the king? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: So, well, and it's like for me, when I think of you, and I had never thought of you in this way until the last like, Until we probably a year ago when it's like king's dinner and you're the king, be the king. You know, your wife is your queen. And like, I had never thought of it in that regards until probably a year ago. And it's like, you are a king. Mm -hmm. Like you always hear treat your wife like a queen. But do you ever hear treat your husband like a king?
1: Here's the thing. So the old adage was, you know, behind every good man is a good woman. Mm-hmm. And the adage was, she's behind him. Yeah. So well, there's this different mindset with queen. It's like, you're both ruling and reigning together. Yes. And this is a whole new mindset that we need to really grab hold of, which we could probably talk about in the next podcast. Uh, yeah. You know, um, this ruling and reigning together thing. I don't know. It's, it's a pretty awesome.
0: Okay. So I have thoughts on that. So let's like cut this, um, be done with this episode and let's record another one. Okay. I just wanted to take a moment and thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you have found any sort of value in these episodes, I would ask that you head over to iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe to my podcast. As always, I want to remind you to just do you.